Good morning, everyone. This is Wanda Thomas. And today's episode is going to be a really personal one. Um, I am going to talk about life over 40 and the expectations it has for both men and women. Um, I was at an event the other night for the Seated app. Um, and I'll talk more about Seated later because they are a pretty fantastic um, app and their partnership with different restaurants and um, uh, companies like Lyft, Amazon, and Uber. So we'll talk about them later, okay? But for now, I want to I talk about, like I said, life after 40 in our topic for today's podcast. Uh, when I was out at the Seated event Monday night, I almost wasn't going to go because it was Monday and it was a little bit drizzly and rainy and cold here in Philadelphia. And I am a 44-year-old mom and wife who wanted to just kind of hang out with my with my squad. And I wanted to, you know, just stay home and chill. My husband said, no, you said you were going to go. So live in, that in, live in your integrity and do what you said you were going to do. On top of it, it's a really great networking opportunity as a photographer um, to connect with different restaurants, different bloggers, um, and just also to get out. And I, I knew he was right. So I went, I got dressed, I went, I kissed my kids and I told them I would be home by nine o'clock. So I got in my car, drove down to center city and, um, enjoyed myself. Now, while I was there, I was talking to a friend of mine and she's, um, she's 45. So she's a year older than I am. I'm 44. So we're chatting and, you know, we're talking about life in our forties. Now, this is the thing. I recall watching an episode of Oprah where she said life begins in your 40s. And while I am typically not a Debbie Downer, people have said to me that they enjoy my presence. They like my positive outlook on life and things of that nature. Um, there are times where I do tend to not be that way. It, it is work. I find that, you know, I call myself, <laughs> I, I, I coined the term paid introvert. I mean, paid extrovert. I'm sorry. I, I, I am positive. I am outgoing because it is part of my job. So I say all that to say that, you know, when it is work for me to, to be this outgoing, it is, I have trained myself on how to be an extrovert. It doesn't come natural, natural to me. Uh, you know, um, but as a photographer and someone who is, constantly covering events and weddings and and talking to people I've trained myself on how to do this and at the end of the day it feels like you know sometimes I can just shoot I can just be covering headshots for clients and you know it could be two clients and I felt like I've I've worked a 14-hour day so imagine what a wedding is like after I'm working for 10 hours I have to shut down for the weekend uh, so this is so when I say I'm a paid extrovert, that's exactly what I mean. Um, I get paid to talk to people. So getting back to my conversation with uh, my friend the other day, we were talking about how um, you know we're in our mid 40s, and technically this could be considered midlife when you think about the demographics of minority women, how long we live. Um, or the average age of um, the average lifespan of a minority woman. Now, I did not do the homework on those statistics on how long we live, 
what is our lifespan and um, you know all of that good stuff now I can't I will and I'll share it in the show notes later but just you know technically speaking um, we probably don't live past our 80s or past our 90s on average so being 45 puts us at midlife and if we have worked and raised a family um, you know sometimes this just tends to get a little bit um, we need a change at this point you know we've raised our kids we've been with significant others we've done all of that and, and now it's like where do we come in and that's really basically what it is like we have raised families for so long we've done the job that we've done for you know if you work for a company or an organization how long have you been there especially if you've done that to support your if you've worked that job to support your family um you've probably done it for you know a good number of years maybe five or six maybe ten um so technically midlife can be a little daunting for people because they're realizing that you know maybe they've put on some weight that they it's it's harder to get the weight off they've been in a job for a few years longer than they had anticipated Um, their children are grown and that's what their whole life was about raising children I know my kids are only my oldest is 10 and that realization is coming to me like my children are my oldest is 10 and she while she still absolutely needs maybe she's nowhere near self-sufficient she's not as needy as she used to be as an infant like she can fix her own meals and take her own shower so the realization of her growing the reality of her growing up is is hitting me like in a couple of years she'll be out of my house I only have eight years left with her before she's able to just go out and go to college and live on her own you know so yeah (laughs) age is hitting me life is hitting me and I'm realizing that um, life is just passing by and while I was wrapped up in mommyhood um, it's I haven't really dedicated or taken care of myself the way that I should and that's what our, for women, for many women, I don't want to say all, for many women, that's the reality of midlife in our 40s. Um, but the important thing to remember is this, while you can allow yourself to get a little sad about it, you need to start embracing, or you should start embracing, you know, and I, I'm, not, I'm not a real big fan of the word should, you should start embracing what 40 really means, like, you know, even though you're mid, you're, it's 40 is, I, I like to equate 40 to 20, the, the 20s, where you are free and you have the opportunity to explore life and the world. And remember when you were 20 and you left your, you were going away to college and you, um, you had, you had this sense of freedom because nobody could tell you what to do. And while, you know, you binge drank and you stayed up all night and you did, some things, some questionable things. <laughs> well, the 40s can do that for you with um, some new clarity. Like, you know better than to binge drink. So you have that experience. Well, okay, I'm not going to binge drink Mad Dog, you know, 2020, because you know that is just 
yucky stuff, but you now have the experience of what wine you can enjoy, you know, how, how late you can stay up because you don't want to stay up all night long. You know, that shit's not good for you. So you have life experience to, to take into your 40s and enjoy those things that you did in your 20s and just be smart about it. That's what I enjoy about being 40. I can do the things in my 20s and just say, okay, now I can go to sleep at 11 o'clock and be happy about it. I don't want to stay up until 2, 3 in the morning. There's nothing to do out there in the streets at 2, 3 in the morning. But get in trouble. So that's what I enjoy about being in my 40s. You know, I have a solid circle of friends. I have my own business and I have my own money. You know, and I have a dedicated date night with my husband. I have one man who understands me and gets me. I don't have to fishtail around and, you know, sleep around and say, okay, well, he just doesn't get it. He just doesn't do it for me. Okay, I have to try this one out. I, I don't have to sleep around, you know, and, and be realistic. Many of us did sleep around trying to figure out who was going to be our life partner or soulmate. And, you know, so we don't have to do that anymore. You know, we, we get it. <laughs> we found someone who is our life partner. And so if we want to sleep around, we can sleep around with our husband every single night. We can sleep around in the dining room. We can sleep around in the kitchen. We can sleep with him in the living room. We can sleep around with one man all around our house. That's what I tell my husband. Let's go sleep around our house, you know, <laughs> and he enjoys it. So take, take your sex life out of your bedroom. Make it exciting. You know, Halloween's coming up. This is the best time to get some... Um, some new, well, I don't know, what's the word, uh, role-playing <laughs> uh, costumes, if that's what you're, if, you know, and try it, it's fantastic, you know, even if it's just one of those little eye masks with the little feather, I forget what they call them, but you can get one of those, and, you know, just add some excitement to your, to your bedroom antics, you know, because 40 is a fantastic age to do that, because you don't have to, or you shouldn't feel shy in your relationship with your significant other, especially if it's a committed relationship. Um, because <laughs> my husband, you know, my husband will not be ashamed if I say this, but like we have a great sex life because we're not afraid to try anything, you know, and the only thing that really holds us back is our schedule. But if my husband wasn't a regular schedule, a regular like nine to five schedule, we would have sex every night because it is that freaking good um but but that's because we're in our 40s like we got out we learned everything we needed to learn about doing it right and doing it wrong and before we came into this marriage so now we learn and through our marriage we learned how to please each other and we even even though we weren't it wasn't really good in the beginning we were able to work out those kinks through our marriage so that's one of the best things about, you know, being in your 40s. You can do all of that stuff with someone as a grown-up. Because in your, you know, in your younger years, you're like, um, you know, you're still a little shy. You're still a little bit like trying to find yourself and figure things out. So um, embrace your 40s. Embrace your adulthood. Embrace your, you know, throw that cape on and say, yo, this is who I am. Like it or not, this is where I am at. Uh, so, you know, when I was talking to my friend the other night, uh, there were so you know, it was it was also social media. We we talked a little bit about social media and 
you know, imposter syndrome. And people will sit here, you know, we judge ourselves by those that we see online and those who we perceive to be in our same circle. Um, and remember, they're just people. They're people with the same issues as you. Just because they choose to have a level of privacy around them doesn't mean that they're not su struggling and suffering the same way you are. You know, they're, they're having issues in their marriage. They have issues with their children. Uh, so remember that. They are no superstars. They put their, you know, they put their pants on one leg at a time. And if they're putting their pants on both legs at a time, that's because they're sitting their asses on their bed. Okay? <laughs> they're not doing anything special. They're putting their pants on one leg at a time unless they're sitting down. So don't think that, they're, that there's a secret to their success. They have worked just as hard as you. They just choose to not share how they have done it. And nobody is really going to share all of those secrets. You know, nobody's really going to share it because they, first of all, they don't really think that there is a secret to their success aside from the work and the tears and, and the late nights and, and the, and the friends that they have cried to. Because a lot of times we're ashamed to share that, um, that aha moment that we don't even realize that there's an aha moment. Like, do you know, do you think when I got on that Pope tour, uh, when he was here with, when I was with the, with the daily news, there was no secret to that. I kind of lucked out because I was in my thirties and I returned to college. That was my secret to success. I returned to school because I lost a job and, um, I just happened to luck out and get an internship at the daily news. There was no secret to that. I was, I, I worked hard. I lost my job and my husband said, go back to school because I needed to do something that didn't keep me, that kept me from being bored. That was my secret, hard work. I applied to school and they said, Hey, you're, you know what? You're a little older. You have a little bit more sense about you. Your, your portfolio looks kind of strong. So we're going to take a chance. That's all it was. There was no secret. I didn't know anybody. Um, so don't think that anybody, that anybody else out there is doing anything different than you. They just didn't give up. They didn't wallow in them in their sorrows on the sofa, binge watching SVU. So, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with that because sometimes for for our mental our mental sake, our, our, our sanity sake, we need that break. Just don't let that break go on too long. You know? Uh because once you allow yourself to sit on the sofa that long and it's all downhill. Then you get into that habit and your your body is like, oh, this sofa feels really good. Oh, no, we have to watch the next episode of Law and Order and the next episode of Law and Order and the next one and the next one. And it's and it's all downhill from there. So, um, you know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with taking that mental break. Just put it on the calendar like a vacation. Say, listen, I'm going to give myself this much time for a mental break a mental vacation, and then I'm going back to work. So schedule it like you do anything else. Um, then also, you know, in your 40s, yes. While it is hard to lose the weight, it's not impossible. It really is not impossible. Um, I have, listen, I am no genius here, but I do know somebody said um, in order to lose, it's, it's all about motion. Just keep moving. Keep moving. And while you might need to move a little bit more in your 40s, it doesn't mean that you, you stop moving altogether. So 
get up and go for a walk. Like I ended up adopting a dog because I, that was my, that was my, um, my reminder that I needed to get some, uh, motion in my day, you know? So if you, I'm not saying go out and adopt a dog, but you might just need to do something, uh, foster a dog, volunteer with the SPCA to be a dog walker. Um, you know, whatever you need to do, get out there and, and get it done because, you know, or find an activity, join, I don't want to say join a gym because that's so cliche, but do something that's going to motivate you. Do something that you're going to love that, um, is going to get you out there and start small. Do, you know, like I take, I, you know, I go to the gym, I walk my dog, but if you're not, if you're not, if this is not new to you, if this is new to you, I should say, if this is new to you, then you might just need to sit here and say, I'm going to park my car in the back of the supermarket parking lot, and then I'm going to walk, you know, I'm going to park at the end of the block, and I'm going to walk to the house instead of looking for that parking spot in front, you know, those are little steps. It will sit here and, and get you started. And then every day commit to 10 extra minutes you know, do something that's going to get you going. You know, it's fall. It's nice out. Maybe you might want to just find a new trail. Like Wissahick in the Valley Green is beautiful this time of year. Say, challenge yourself to sit here and say, I'm going to take new pictures in different areas. You know, there are walking groups. There's Black Girls Run. That, that's the running group. Um, so find something that's going to get you going. Even just putting it out there saying, you know, be vulnerable and say, listen, I need a walking buddy who wants to walk with me on Facebook. And uh, people will respond to that. If you're close enough to me in the Philadelphia area, I'll walk with you. Me and my dog. Because <laughs> he loves getting out there with his leash. So let me know. Um, but the thing is just start. Ask and start if you want some company. Um but life in your 40s can be fantastic. You just have to have that mind shift, mindset shift. I keep forgetting that it's a three-part word. Uh, mindset shift to getting it done, okay? And once you do, uh, you have to keep at it. You have to keep telling yourself, I am 40 and I am fabulous. You know, I am 40, I am fabulous. And keep believing it because you really freaking are. All right. So I am going to end this there. I, I told you I was going to uh, follow up with you on Seated. So Seated is an app that connects you with restaurants in your area. And what you do with Seated is um, you visit one of their vetted restaurants in the, in the area that you're in. And I think they're in like Philadelphia, New York, a lot of the metropolitan areas. So with Seated, you... Um, visit one of their vetted restaurants, you take a picture of your receipt, you upload it to the app, and within 24 hours, you get a credit to Amazon, Lyft, or Uber, okay? That easy. It's that easy. Once you do, then then you can let your credits accumulate, you can use them towards any one of those apps. That's it. So go into the Google Play Store or iTunes um, if you're an Apple user. Download Seated and get started, okay? Um, other than that, have a great day. I will talk to you later. Um, enjoy your lattes and lenses, people, and I will see you on the other side. Bye.